You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. My name is Pia and I am here together with... Steffi, hello. And we also have a guest today from the band Genos Ordini's Day. Um, the band just released their album Glare of Deliverance and we are talking with Steven today. Hello, Steven. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Steven, how are you? How are things going in your country? I mean, uh, it's still pretty weird, to be fair. <laughs> uh, we are still in a weird situation with those lockdowns and a lot of confusions and, you know, that, that kind of stuff pretty, stuff pretty much everyone knows. Everyone knows uh, the, mm. the strange time we are living right now, you know. <laughs> okay. But, and did, yeah. did the pandemic affect your recording or your release process? Uh, not really the recording process and the release, uh, uh, I'm talking about the, the music, but, uh, I mean, we had the chance to, to start a, a real big project about our album. So we were releasing, uh, a real, uh, series, TV series about the, the album and, you know, the lockdowns and the pandemic stuff really, Uh, put us in, 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 in big troubles, uh, you know, organizing and shooting and find a way to, you know, just leave the home. <laughs> that, that, that's been pretty much a, uh, a, a, a trouble, you know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. I think we'll come back to the topic later. Yeah, you absolutely. You too fast, Pia. <laughs> that's a question for later. <laughs> Please give us some facts about the album, Steffi. <laughs> Um, yeah, right. Well, do you want to do it, Stephen? I think you're, you know more than I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Glare of Deliverance, uh, it's a project that born uh, two years ago. I mean, me, Tommy, Richard, and Nick, the, the other guys of the band, we always dreamed about, uh, let's try to create something different. And we did want to... Uh, represent our opera in a different way. Uh, as I said before, we, we, we are talking about a real TV series uh, and a story behind the scene of the album. I mean, it's not just music, but it, it, it's a real story, you know? And, uh, well, for, for this release, we shoot 10 videos, 10 episodes as the, as the, the song in the album are. And, uh, uh, we, we, we create Uh, uh, a real TV series with uh, different episodes and, and stuff. So this is pretty much the idea of the album. Mm. Mm. Can you describe the, the style, the type of music that you play? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we would like to call it symphonic death metal because we have a lot of, uh, you know, death metal parts. Uh, you know, those brutal riffs and blast bits and, and a lot. And I would say that this is one of the most important uh, uh, colors, we will say, in, uh, in our music is the symphonic part that it's very, you know, very present in all the, uh, in, all the in all the tracks we, we write and we play. Mm. Uh, your former album was a little bit more like, yeah, progressive death or um, with a few core influences, I would like to describe it. So I thought while listening to the latest album that you switched style. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Is, uh, I mean, we, we always followed that kind of way of sound and uh, we we develop the sound and we we achieve different uh different goals and different uh, way to to produce the music and write songs that's pretty much what happened i mean yeah it, it's pretty difficult it's a pretty different uh, style than the last one i would say that it's more uh, i would say uh, um, uh, 
I, I, I can't find the word. I mean, it's mature, you know, you know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. Mature, I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. The latest one or the... the latest one, the latest one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you set both um, a serious and as well as opera. As I listened to the music, I thought it was, uh, yeah, typical metal opera sounds like there were already albums like this before. Um, but you want to call it a series? Um, is it because of the of the music videos, or was it already before I mean, that you want to do like a more modern way? So you call it like series? Uh, we we will say that. Uh, all the albums that we wrote, we, we wrote in our history uh, are all related to the same environment, to the same story. And uh, we got a, the, the big concept, we will say that it's the Genus Ordinis Day. The first album was called The Middle. So it's the, the middle part of a story. Uh, we can think about, you know, Star Wars. We started with the second part, and then we got the the next one. So it, it's kind of like we started the story in the middle. So the first album was Genius uh, this uh, Day, the middle, and we consider this one of the spin-off of the of the story of the environment of the of the album. So it, it to be fair, it's a big series so we're gonna probably do something in the future about the the previous albums but this is is the first you know uh series we will say because the 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 entire story is related uh all all the tracks are related to each other and it's one long story Can you tell us more about the story? About the yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the latest album, uh, we we uh, the main character is Eleanor, and it's a girl that uh, got uh, catched and imprisoned, tortured, and in the end uh, burned from the Holy Inquisition. And the this girl, um, uh, I mean, there, there is a kind of a. Uh, uh, parallel story about evil forces and uh, um, I was demons you know the, I mean the story is to discover into the videos I mean I didn't want to say too much because I'm trying to uh, invite you guys to see the entire series and to discover all the secrets that Crayley Over the Events can, can give to you Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I want to start watching the music videos and then I checked that <laughs> there are just five videos yet released. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When will come the rest? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Forward to it. In a couple of weeks, we're going to release the, the next episode, the sixth one. And pretty much the, the cut is it's, uh, one per every two, three weeks. So oh. we're going to have... Uh, five more videos to release. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Till the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. Was it the plan? Because I thought I also read um, of your crowdfunding campaign and so on. So I also, yeah, um, checked it out while it was in, in the making, so to speak. And I thought all the videos would be released when the album is released but that's uh, not the case so is it yeah exactly yeah uh, that's uh, and i'm telling you why because this is a new kind of format that not uh, all the um, online platforms like spotify or uh, it, it's kind of new we, we are uh, releasing the album like 10 singles we can say like that and not all the platforms has the same way to promote music usually we can release three singles and then uh, you can release the rest of the album and then all the other stuff is coming later Uh, so we decided to release the first three episodes before the release of the album and so the other stuff were coming just after it's kind of like a promotional style with a, a music label and well it, it, it's been a difficult to find a deal with the music label and the other guys to uh, really schedule 
the the release of the entire project because it was was massive actually it was definitely massive it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to work with you know releasing schedules and organizing uh, assets and and stuff like that so this is pretty much the uh, why we released just three videos before the the album and uh, the rest of the work coming later okay so but everything is already shot it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely absolutely we shot everything last summer just right after the first pandemic wave mm-hmm. uh so we got the chance to do that uh we shoot everything i mean we are still editing some stuff you know you you have, you mount and build the video uh color correction plugins and stuff and blah 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 and then you say oh let's stop watch it and we're gonna check it out um next week and then you're gonna edit some stuff but pretty much everything is already done everything right. gets shot and edited and everything so we just you know we're a bit picky on <laughs> on a way to work in this stuff yep mm, yeah and you already mentioned the pandemic how influence how did it influence um the yeah the whole shooting Uh, recording stuff because you also uh, had some actors and yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah. it was i mean organized the thing was pretty difficult because we were i mean we we first of all released the crowdfunding campaign to make all of this happen and uh, we were releasing we uh, the the crowdfunding campaign just a week before the the pandemic uh, was announced in our country And we stop everything. We say we cannot really ask for money, or I mean, it, or releasing this kind of of campaign in this moment. We need to wait. We need to. We were wondering because it was two years of work, two years of planning, two years of uh, a lot of efforts. You know, uh, we stopped everything and said, now we need to wait and try to understand what's going to happen, how long it's going to take and trying to make our step really, really carefully. And <clears throat> uh, fortunately, we got, we, we had the right timing. We had the, uh, we're skilled enough to uh, release everything step by step and make everything happening you know uh we we reached the goal and we we had the chance that at, at the end of the summer to shoot all the videos and reorganize all the schedule for for shooting because we had uh you know we had a hand date for the releasing and for you know the label will say you guys need to send me everything on this day and i don't really mind if you need to uh, shoot again i mean not i don't really mind but it was she was saying if if you not give me if you're not gonna give me everything from this day we need to postpone everything that was kind of like uh uh running against time and trying to remake everything from zero it's been pretty brutal actually <laughs> Oh yeah, sounds hard. <laughs> you know, because uh, the actor lives uh, far away from us, we need to schedule all the pickups. And when um, in the in the series, we have uh, four or five different locations, very from very far from each other. One through the mountains, while another uh, castle, Harban uh, village, and so we had a lot of kilometers to make to reach all the all the um, all the places to shoot the video so that, that's been pretty <laughs> pretty brutal actually yeah right mm, wow okay <laughs> Ooh, but congratulations that you did it <laughs> yeah it, it, it's been a lot of work a lot of work <laughs> yeah sounds like that okay um And yeah, you did a crowdfunding campaign, and how did it work? Will you do it again? Was it? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's successful, but I think it's also always lots of work to yeah, organize. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, uh, uh, first uh, goal of the crowdfunding campaign was not just like asking for money just because we need it. I mean, oh, we are a band. We are in a. We didn't want it to pass with the those bands that said, "Oh, it's a pandemic stuff. We need money, so let's make a crowdfunding campaign." We wanted just to ask for 
the effort of our fans to give us the possibility to give them a great gift and a, a, a great product uh, as much as we could. And uh, it was absolutely successful because we reached more than uh, how we were supposed to reach. And uh, our friends really support us. And it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, we, we definitely, I mean, me and Tommy, we didn't really expect to reach the goal. And I mean, not even to go over it. Uh, it's been kind of like two months uh, on a computer saying, oh, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Oh, no, we're not going to make it. <laughs> it's been two long months. Seriously, seriously. Even because uh -huh. all the project, because uh, all the costumes, clothes, and masks, and uh, horses, and uh, everything was was already on on making. You know, the, we we got already, and, and we said, guys, we need to pay them, <laughs> and, and, and we need to reach the goal. There's no way to ma not making it. And at the end, we make it, and we we got over. So that was absolutely successful, and we were super super happy about it. Mm, yeah, I can imagine. Wow, yeah, great. Yeah, uh, you know, we are not a, a super huge band, and we are still pretty unknown. If you wanna, if you wanna say it like that, and reaching this goal really means that you have someone that believes in you and really, really wanted to see you. You know, uh, say, "Oh, guys, mission accomplished." That's it. Uh, that, that, that's pretty. So it's been absolutely great. Great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the packers or how many packers um, supported you and the money you get is still, uh, you can still see it under in the Indiegogo uh, project. And I, yeah, I was a little bit uh, surprised. <laughs> There were not so many people, but I just uh, checked out that. Um, in the mean, everybody gave you 70 euro. Uh, what? Yeah, 70. I was surprised. I think that's pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Do you think it's because of the perks or because of the yeah loyal fan base who wants to support you? I mean, uh, of course, we got a lot, uh, a lot of guys that are super loyal to us, and then. But we were surprised because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of the guys, we we didn't even heard of them before. They were just uh, attracted by the uh, the project itself. You know, it's kind of like a, a new stuff. Uh, these guys are doing something different, and we are in a period that we're not gonna go to any concert, any show, anything. This would be maybe as something we can see and enjoy it and then very dark times and uh, we really got a lot of people who came in that oh god who's this guy we never heard of him and uh, it's great it's a new fan it's a new he's gonna subscribe to our channels and you know mail lists and uh, he's gonna he, he wants our updates and it's a new fan and we got a lot of guys doing that and it was it was great great Yeah, um, you mentioned the masks, and yeah, they're very um, yeah specific or yeah very what's the word eye catching <laughs> while watching the videos. Um, why did you choose this mask, and yeah, who had the idea to do it? I mean, uh, first of all, we um we we draw the entire project with a guy uh, a, a graphic designer and a drawer and it's called Tom Roberts it's from UK and we uh wrote down the entire story it's like uh like a book <laughs> pretty much with all the episodes all the stories characters we create the characters and this guy Uh, draw all the characters by one by one and the masks and the uh, clothes and everything and then we went to these two girls uh, these two girls works for the for example for the Teatro La Scala uh, La Scala Theatre it's one of the most famous in Italy and uh, big theatre in Milan 
these two girls, Alexandra and uh, Floriana, uh, works for this theater, making costumes and masks and and a lot of other uh, stuff for theater. And those girls remade entirely the clothes of the characters in the TV series from the drawings from this guy. So you can find all the drawings in the in the in the physical CD, and you can find the same characters in the TV series. So this is pretty much what's been the uh, the journey of uh, the birth of our characters. And all of the masks and all of the custom clothes and everything was made ha- handmade by these two girls. Uh, it took a lot of time to make them. <laughs> That's why we were so worried to not reaching the goal of the crowdfunding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. it, it's been a great experience because, for example, Nick Howard Singer went for making uh, mannequins. I, I'm not sure which is the right word for uh, a guy who, who who does the mannequins for making a uh, for making mask uh, custom made for his face. I have no idea how. It's, I mean, it, they made custom made uh, masks just for him, for us. So everything was really really cured in all the details mm. and speaking about characters did you also work with actors uh you mean in the in the series or it, me in my life if i ever had worked with, <laughs> with actors? in the series <laughs> yeah 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 i mean all of us uh it's been an actor in the series everyone had a, a character to make and I've been the torture, the torturer in a torture video. And I did uh, a lot of parts with horses and uh, riding horses in the first one, Ritual and Hunt. Uh, I, I've been the one of those, the, the, the three faceless guy with the mask the, the, from the Holy Inquisitions. Yeah. Guy, oh, okay. Nick the singer was the exorcist. And the, the drummer was one of the guards, and uh, how, the other guitar player was a bishop that we're going to see in the next video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what's different when you shoot these videos with a specific story that you want to tell instead of a classical music video? I mean, uh, in a classical music video, it depends what you mean for classic, but if you mean something like a playthrough, It's uh, where all the band is playing and something behind the scene is moving. Uh, we did a we did a whole episode about <laughs> the topic of music videos, and we figured out um, that some things always come back. So, for example, the band is playing in a ruin or a castle or whatever in yeah, front of I mean, specific something, I mean, or the band is acting themselves. So there are. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not the classical music video, but you. In this case, you play a role the whole time, right? Sorry? So in yeah, every yeah, music yeah, exactly. video, you have the same role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did two roles, different roles, but I mean, we were wearing masks, so nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> yes, but you were more like actors yeah, than... Yeah, yeah absolutely, normal. absolutely. We were trying to bring some, you know, theater in our opera because we were trying to do something that is very characteristic of our country. So. We always love theater and representations and stuff. So we try to do this in a, a in a different way. And the, I mean, the, the the biggest difference between a classic video and doing this thing is just like uh, we're not. If a video, uh, it's it's a three minutes video, three thirty minutes video. Uh, and you're gonna have two minutes of band playing. You you're not gonna need that much effort to fill the rest, you know. <laughs> and playing a role, uh, it, it's been very difficult because you have to study all the photography, uh, the lights and smoke machines and stuff like that. And you really had to uh, make and make and remake and redo again. Uh, this is not good. Let's do it again. It's like just r- shooting a real movie. And it was the first time for us too. So we were not expert in doing it. We were, we got a bunch of papers with all the scenes right down, like, uh, 
uh, a storybook and all the scenes, all the drawings made by Tommy and me that were not that going that good on drawing. So, oh, we, we draw maybe uh, this scenes and we didn't even remember what scenes was that because it was drawn so bad. <laughs> and uh, I mean, uh, uh, for the f- just saying that it's the first time for us doing something that much complicated. It was pretty good, actually. Uh, we're satisfied about it. Yeah, great. And um, the main character, I think she's an actress, right? Yeah, she's a real actress. We are just rookies. <laughs> yeah, she's a real, uh, um, real actress from theater. She was shooting also um, kind of like small movies, and uh, but she's much more in theater stuff. And she's she's great. She studied at academy. She graduated very high, and she's a great actress. I mean, she put the level a bit up because if it was just for us, we were just <laughs> no, guys. We're not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, how did you get in touch with her? Uh, she was in the same high school that me and Nick the singer. Uh, I mean, we, uh, pretty much we were in the same high school. Uh, she was a bit older than us, uh, from Nick especially because he's older than me. And after years and years uh, thinking about this project, he just realized, oh, I know Emilia. She was still, she's probably still doing actress in theater and stuff. So let's try to write her email. I said, oh, see, oh yeah, I'm, I'm still doing it. So why not? And we, we started talking about the project. Uh, we sent her the same book we sent to the, uh, to the drawer. And she was super amazed about it. And okay, let's do it. Let's make it. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Um... And the different locations, uh, how did you choose these ones? I mean, uh, it depends from the episode, for example. The two for the story starts uh, in a wood through the mountains with the with the, the song Ritual, where the main character, Eleanor, is doing some kind of uh, ritual magic stuff. And uh, uh, we were thinking about uh, why not a mountain. Uh, uh, landscape so we went uh, we we passed a lot of time trying to find the right place to do that we were looking for a waterfall so we need to do we we need to do that in a in in a place with a waterfall where we can walk around so we spent kind of like two weeks finding the right spot to do that and uh, and at the same time we had to find out that the horses that are acting in the same video, they're not in that place. So that spot has to be uh, similar to the other place where we are going to have horses because not, they're not in the same place. You know, uh, it's been pretty difficult to do that. And for example, so which is mountain and boots for the first videos. And then uh, which is a castle it's, that's near our homes. Uh, it's kind of like one hour from us. Uh, we needed a castle because pretty much the the entire opera it's made in a, it's embarred in a, you know kind of like medieval uh, period. Uh, we find a castle to do that. We we had to rent a castle <laughs> to do that, <laughs> and uh, we had to find uh, a church. You know. Uh, I don't know how the, the right term for in English for that, but we will say an unholy church, you know, that it's not mm. used anymore for uh, uh, for ceremonies. And we yeah. have to find an, that. An active we, church. Yeah, an active church, right. Uh, we need to find uh, an active church through the mountains to say, oh, we are in the same place as before. And, you know, and we need to find uh, a dead village we need to find uh, a- another place to light up a fire like 15 meters. <laughs> That's been pretty difficult. So I cannot light up fire in a square <laughs> like 15 meters and stuff like that. Oh. So, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, at the end we're going to burn air and something else is going to happen. And uh, uh, we, 
it, it, it's not like easy to find a place to do that actually. <laughs> but we we made it. It's just it's just question of to find out and searching and looking for it and asking and you know it's it's it, it, it's the boring part that <laughs> that's the mm. boring part. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe also the exhausting. Yeah. One. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for example, to do uh, uh, some parts of the last episode that we're gonna, the last episode and the new that we're gonna raise next week's, um, they were through the mountains. We had uh, the the church, and we have the village, and we had the for example, smoke machine, lights, and generator, and everything had to go up to the mountain and by hand <laughs> that means up Whoa. down up down with the generator it's kind of like 100 kilos two by two let's go let's go we're gonna make it and that was exhausting <laughs> oh definitely one day today like this it's pretty one day today per time it's it, it, it's pretty hard yeah <laughs> actually physically and, and mentally because you have to be focused all the time on what you're doing you cannot miss the scene you can say, oh, we didn't shoot that scene because uh, otherwise that means let's do everything again one more time. And, you know, the budget, it's, it, it runs down very, very fast to do that. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine with that huge team. So how many people helped you <laughs> getting all that shit up to the mountains? Uh, we were just four of us. <laughs> oh, whoa, no, okay. we were four of us. Uh, the... Um, uh how is the um, the the director was with us we got a photographer for uh, the you know all the pictures and photos during the during the shootings and for all the backstage yeah and we got some guests sometimes but pretty much was all of us four of us <laughs> Yeah, you know, we got the actress, we got the two girls for makeups and stuff, but you cannot say to a girl to bring a, a, a huge chair or throne up to mountains. And, of course you can. Okay, I was just trying to be... I would do it. Yeah, I was yes. just trying to be politically correct. We did it. Perfect. <laughs> um, you already said that your music style is symphonic death metal yeah exactly but not everybody understands death metal vocals so did you also discuss the option to use more clean vocals or i don't know to um uh, yeah i i mean related to the previous albums this one it's a bit more Melodical, even in the vocals, we got uh, a lot of parts that are much more melodical from what we are used to do. Uh, but not really because the reason was not really to because to uh, make our songs much more clear to everyone. But it was just a question of uh, the the decision made by the the musics and the song the 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 arguments about the songs and the trying to uh, you know uh, impersonate the characters during the during the song that's pretty much mm. and did you work with the subtitles uh you mean in with that, that you can read the words Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! In the series, yes, exactly, exactly, mm. exactly. Okay. Because lyrics are very important in in our songs. You know, lyrics sometimes, uh, especially for people that are not really native English or or they have difficulty in trying to understand what they're saying during the songs, and uh, because the, the lyrics are very important, it is. Uh, in these episodes and tracks so we decided to put the subtitles to that yeah absolutely mm. and there are also some parts in uh, Latin and Italian yeah I mean it's great because it's um, more authentic of the story yeah yeah exactly. um, uh, it, did you translate it maybe also in the booklet or somehow no 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 not really not really but all the we probably should do that 
Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, but uh, all the chords they're singing in Latin, uh, all the lyrics are taken by uh, a real document by the Italian Inquisitions uh, from very old documents that we, that we found on uh, online. We, had, we, we really read about that and um, we, we decided to uh, find lyrics in, in real documents. That's uh, we probably should uh, translate them, but I studied Latin very, very a lot of years ago, so I don't really remember everything. <laughs> but pretty much the sense is it, it, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's very, it, it's much more the impact of the the lyrics that uh, it's not very articulated, you know. Okay. And uh, you mentioned these historical documents so who of you is <laughs> the professional historian guy who uh, yeah has such a huge knowledge about that i mean uh, i uh, not everyone not not of us is a real uh, the the historical guy or super uh, into this stuff. I mean, I would say that Tommy, that is the the, the, the mastermind. He hates these words, but it's pretty much the mastermind. The guy who writes everything pretty in the, in the band is the is the guy who tried to find out the right words to to complete. I would say the uh, the song with this Latin part, and we, it, it was just pretty much part of the pleasure to read something about your writing you know historical moments and and stuff like that it's just like to create a real environment all right um a little uh, switch <laughs> in topic because um one of kiki's uh, she's the third person here of the podcast hosting it the person who is not there today <laughs> exactly yes or third member so to speak <laughs> exactly and yeah kiki's and my favorite songs are salem and nemesis and with both you had uh, guest musicians so christina scabia of lacuna coil and uh, melissa van fleet um is there any chance you would do that again or um was there any idea to invite also guest musicians or yeah vocalist for the album uh, for this album you mean yeah no for this or also in general in the i future. mean yeah uh we were trying to uh we tried to find a guest for this album but unfortunately i mean uh, as we said before there was kind of like uh uh, we were running against time, against time because we spend a lot of time doing not not working uh, on the music, but concentrate all the efforts in the in the shooting. Uh, that was because of pandemic situation, and we couldn't make it on time and put in also that in a schedule. But that we were trying to make it, but we have different ideas for. Uh, guest talking for the next uh, for the next uh, next project that we are already we are already working on it and a different kind of guests but we're probably gonna talk about this uh, maybe next year because it's it's a very I, I, I it's just a romantic thing we are trying to make something much bigger than this and something in a very different way and that pretty much nobody did before and we were still scaramanting on it and we were trying to make something we, we, we all the time trying to uh you know move the next step and get over and over and every time i level up you know mm. um let's get a step back um please tell us which are your music or which is your your music background what are your influences and what inspires you i mean uh, i i started playing when i was very very young my uncle was a musician and he really uh, took me and put in this kind of work and i started playing alone and then uh, moving forward i graduated myself to an academy in verona and uh, I, I'm the bass player, actually. So I started by bass for for seven, eight years, and I always loved to play heavy metal. 
that's pretty much always been my true love. But I had the chance, fortunately, in uh, in my academy journey to experiment uh, very different kinds and kinds of music. I I was all heavy metal, but I I I love, for example, jazz, blues, and different different kinds of. Oh, I mean, so I, I love play pretty much everything, but I had to study and after that and try to focus on heavy metal technique and, uh, um, you know, just to be harder and faster <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What are your favorite bands, especially in metal? Especially metal. I mean, the band of my heart, it's Lamb of God. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> These guys are amazing. <laughs> That's my favorite band. My guess would have been Flash God Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, uh, the, yeah. yeah. Flash God are uh, super nice guys. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it's a great band also. I love them. Absolutely. So how did you find each other So as a band? I mean, uh, <laughs> we fortunately grew up together since we were very very young i mean we know each other at least since 15 years i mean this is talking uh for me talking because the other guys nick and tommy they're they know each other since they were three years old i mean they're oh. uh, <laughs> yeah their relatives are super friends from ages and they grew up together and i knew them and yeah when i was kind of like 14 15 and from that time on we <laughs> we've been together <laughs> so pretty much we grew up together same schools same passions same you know uh, and we are together since kind of like 10 we, we play together since like at, at least 10 11 years Oh, that's okay. cool. I, I mean, that's before, so before, before, before to create the this project, this band, we played together years and years. A lot of stuff, but before to create the Genesis or this day. Mm. So you start jamming together and studying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That, okay. That's why uh, I started to study in the academy. That, in the academy, that was Nick's fault. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it was. Uh, he's older than me. He's he started before me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna follow a course to academy. I'm gonna graduate myself, and you better do it too, because <laughs> we need to we need to play better <laughs> in the next year. So yeah, that was his fault. Absolutely. <laughs> Ambitious. <laughs> So you're all professional musicians, right? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it. I mean, uh, our path really um, kind of like not not diverged in the last two three years because me, Nick, and Richard, the drummer, we we opened a school. We were musician teacher, yeah, music teachers. Uh, we did that for six seven years, and then I got a chance, me personally. To, to start working uh, as a guitar tech also for many other international productions. I mean, um, and I started to say maybe, I mean, teaching a, and touring is not that really, you know, it's not easy to take them together. So I abandoned uh, the, the music school and I started touring very, very hard as a, Uh, as a guitar tech, and I had a chance to learn many, many things that I brought to the band for touring and stuff. So uh, this is pretty much my uh, my journey, actually. As a musician and techs, and everything is related to music, absolutely. Okay. Did you ever thought about um, doing another job, or was it always like, "Hey, I want to do music all my life"? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember the first time my uncle put in my hands a guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. It was all, the White Fender. I said, "Oh, dude, I, I love it. I need to do it." And I never left that. Never, and I said every time was about music, and I always played, and I always find out how to improve myself. So that that's pretty a big signal on I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. In um, one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're uh, yeah, also because you're both from Italy and also I think the music's also a little bit common. You're related to Lacuna Coil much? Yeah. Or maybe not much, but you're I would say that you're a befriend. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. I mean Maki, uh the, the bass player who's the composer of the band, mm -hmm. uh he he was the producer and uh, he worked with us for the arrangements of our first EP. It was kind of like the second release we, we did. Uh, I don't really remember the year, but it was kind of like six years ago. Three, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, it was 2016, uh, four years ago. And, and uh, from, from that, sorry? Uh, how did you meet up? Because I think um, as a young band, that's yeah, a very we, good uh, thing that you know such a... Yeah, we, we don't live that far. Uh, and uh, we sent our first record to uh, a guy and he told us, oh, maybe I can do something for you. We can make an EP with Maki that is the bass player for Lacuna Coil. And maybe we can try to do something together, maybe put a name on the EP and trying to find a better deal with the label next year or something. Everything started like this, just we're going to send you a, an, an EP or a CD and let's try to make something. And it's not just like that everything is going to falling through your hands but from that moment on that been uh hard work and music and you know um all trying to create a, a, a real project to to move forward so we met them we went to switzerland to record the ep uh and and we passed a couple of weeks together in switzerland and through the mountains in this studio and it was amazing And we, we, we became friends. We, we talk a lot about touring, music business, and definitely we, we just became friends. And from that time on, we started talking about touring together. And in 2016, we, we added to the, the Delirium, Delirium World Tour together. Uh, we, I mean, we just did the, the European part. We went tour together and Christina sang a song in our album, the, the next release. And uh, I, I actually still work for them as a guitar tech and stage manager. So it's it's been oh, just okay. like uh, he worked for us, I work for them, and you know it's it's been a, a pretty nice path and journey. And also Richard is playing for them. And uh, Ryan, the the old drummer, left the band uh, two years ago, and Richard, our drummer, is is still playing with them. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like they're kind of like our family. You know, we they they took us when we were super kid. I mean, kid in sense that we're rookies in the in the business, and they had they teach us a lot about that. Seriously. Mm, yeah, I can imagine. Okay. Um... I think I'm out of questions right now. <laughs> um, do you want anything else to add or say whatever mention? <laughs> yeah, nothing super special. I think the everyone is saying this in during these days and I really hope that the entire scene, the entire music business is gonna It's gonna survive. work again. Survive in general. Sorry? <laughs> first of all, first of all, survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, survive absolutely. And uh, no, uh, I wish that everything is gonna start again, like in the past years, you know, because uh, especially for the guys that works behind the scenes, like I did in the last years, and uh, a lot of guys that works professionally with music and especially live music. Uh, they got families and stuff. They had didn't have the chance to work or or, or live, you know, uh, live in the last years for this situation. And all of my wishes are going to these guys. Uh, we, I hope that really everything is going to start again, and we're going to break the world again. <laughs> yeah. Let's break down yeah. everything. Definitely. And. Uh 
now another question kept in my mind um, do you have any ideas or wishes to bring your concept album opera on stage oh yeah absolutely we're working also on that <laughs> yeah absolutely no we're gonna talk for another half an hour <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. no no i'm just, uh, just looking uh, uh, a long story short we are working on uh, on different way to release uh, on stage the opera it depends from the uh, you know all the situation if you're touring or if you're headlining or if, if you're mm. doing uh just festivals exactly different situation yeah. we are programming from zero uh lights scenographies and everything we are trying to work on on something big and that we that we can use in all the situations and um, we would love to have the orchestra and the cars on the stage that would be our dream right now and that would be awesome yeah. 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 <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Would right. be great if it will work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Uh where can people find you on the internet and on social media? Uh we we are pretty much everywhere. <laughs> we are spamming everything. We have a, a website that is uh genusordinusday.com. We have Spotify, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Twitter. Uh, we are on Amazon Music. We are uh, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, that's also the case with us. You can follow the Meta Anti Heels podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your preferred app. We are also on Instagram, Metal and High Heels, on Twitter, Metal High Heels. And of course, we have a Facebook page. You can find everything that we mentioned in this episode on metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. I think it's 83. I hope so. <laughs> so many episodes, I just can't remember everything. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here with us, Stephen, and tell us everything about yourself and your band. And for you out there, thank you for being our guests, our listeners. Hear you next time, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. And yeah, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>